So as, as some of you know, um, I'm on sabbatical um, at the moment, and that basically means that I spend 90% of my waking days talking to trees and um, being with inanimate objects that require very little intelligence. Um, and it's been glorious. Um, but sometimes people have come up to me and asked me a question about international politics, which I'm supposed to be an expert in, and my mind just goes blank. Um, or various, you know, I can't remember people's names. My brain is kind of a, a fuzz, and it's a glorious thing, because it's always busy all the time during the semester. So um, all that to say, when Matt asked me to say a few words, I, when I preach like I am the Sunday, I take at least a week to prepare, because I, I have to kind of re-engage my brain. Um, so forgive me if this is incoherent, but I'm going to try and say a few things <laughs> that um, will make sense. Um, and you know, obviously we've got, got a whole range of experiences here, um, and ages and expertise. Um, so I'm just, I just want to share a little bit from my heart what I believe God wanted me to say, and I'll speak for a few minutes and then hand back to Matt. Um, when I, well, let me qualify what I say, um, or start by saying and reminding um, people that I, I grew up in the church. Um, unlike Matt, I was never rebellious, you know. Um, I, loved, I loved church. Uh, I loved going to church with my dad. Um, he's had a lot of healing, so he's good now. Um, but um, I grew up. My dad was Anglican, but he was also prophetic. So I grew up in a house where the charismatic was very welcome. And um, I saw my dad do some incredible things. Um, you know, he would prophesy over strangers and know their name and what time they were from and what job they were doing. And um, it, was, it was crazy. Um, but, um, you know, and I had, I had some amazing experiences of God. Um, you know, I was filled with the Spirit and got the gift of tongues when I was 14. And... Um, I experienced angels, and I've heard God's audible voice, and these amazing things. Um, and I always, I've always prayed. I've always believed God's in charge of my life, or at least in control of the big picture. And you know, um, but one thing, as the older I get, the one thing I realize about God is that He's always something new He wants to teach you. You know, and and somewhere He wants you to go deeper. Um, and and I, I guess if I looked at my own upbringing and the church in general as I was growing up, and I'm early 40s now, um, maybe some would say maybe mid-40s, um, <laughs> um, I, I think the, the big area I saw in the church now looking back was that we had this sort of big man or big woman syndrome, you know, the person at the front, the person with the prophetic gift or the healing gift or the, you know, um, and so even when I was in my late 20s, I, as, as deep a faith in my head as I, and I was in church leadership and, you know, as I said, grow, growing up in that charismatic environment, there's still this kind of disconnect between me and God and the sort of potential um, that, that, um, well, that I had with, with him and the Holy Spirit. And um, there's a very simple scripture which really rocked my world. Um, it's in um, 1 Corinthians. If I can actually get my phone to cooperate here. Um, sorry, let's find this right. This. 
And so this, again, this is not particularly a scripture that you'll you hear a lot of on these sorts of training days, but um, this is, you know, Paul's writing to the Corinthians, and he's he's obviously concerned with, with some of the teachings that they've been getting. And I read this scripture one day, just innocently reading the Bible, as one does. Um, and this was one of the most profound times where, this, where scripture sort of smacked me over the head. Um, and, I, and I felt the Lord challenge me. And so I'm just going to read from um, 4.18. Now some are puffed up as though I was not coming to you. But I will come to you shortly if, if the Lord wills. And I will know not the word of those who are puffed up, but the power. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. So I read the scripture and I just felt the Holy Spirit challenging me and saying, you know, do you see my power? Do you consistently see my power? And power wasn't, this wasn't, you know, power, um, not just sort of, and power, well, it's power, I don't know, maybe it's kind of a problematic word, but it, it is about God's presence. You know, do, you, do you see me all the time? Because this is what my kingdom is. It's about power, it's about my presence. Um, and I, and I, I felt this deep, just deep yearning, and, and this was obviously the Holy Spirit stirring me. Um, and, and I said, Lord, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't. And I want to... I want to see it more. I've seen these flashes. I've, I've had these amazing experiences. But I don't see this. Um, and then he took me, then, the, then he took me to earlier in, in, um, in Acts, where we have that wonderful prayer from Peter when they re- him and John are released from prison. And he says, you know, Lord, um, give your servants boldness and stretch out your hands. Stretch out your hand that signs and wonders would be displayed. And again, this, this cry of, of power and God... God's hand flowing through ministry. Um, and then from there, looking at um, going a few verses over into Acts 6, and you get this, you get this really quick reference to Stephen. Uh, we have a long chapter of Stephen giving this incredible address to the Sanhedrin. But you know, we, we hear about Stephen in the context of a man who was selected to basically take care of a little bit of business and to serve people, to wait tables. To do the basic, not one of the apostles. But scripture says he was a man of faith and a man full of the Spirit. And, and that really challenged me to, to wonder to what extent I had been missing out. <laughs> or I'd lost sight of such a core truth of scripture. That this, this power that was displayed, this wasn't um, this wasn't my dad, or this wasn't, um, um, you know, John Wimber, or I'm trying to think, sort of people in that era. You know, this was, this was for everyone. Um, and long story short, by you know, there's there's times where we think God's doing stuff in our lives, and there's times where we know He's doing stuff. You know, and He just kind of moves us like a chess piece around the board. Um, and four weeks later. For about four weeks after I'd read that scripture, I found myself at a conference, which was sold out. But somehow, one of my friends from Cape Town happened to be working at the church and got me tickets, and five of my friends from church. And I found myself at this conference, um, where it was impressed upon us with incredible authority that God wants 
to talk to us, and God wants to minister through us. And that it literally changed my life. Um, I had prayed for people. I'd seen God move. But again, I learned that God wanted this to be consistent. And I learned for the first time that he wants partners. You know, and I think that's, that's the thing you know, that I, I love about Matt's heart for ministry um, is that this is for everyone. Yeah, this is for everyone. And God's sovereign and God could quite easily take care of all issues and all problems sovereignly. But for whatever reason that he has, he chose to work with us and through us. And what I then learned with a bit of training, actually quite a lot of training, <laughs> because I had to get over all my doubt and unbelief and insignificance and all the other sort of stuff that prevented me accepting this. But actually, God loves me, and he wants to minister through me. And he actually does talk to me. And that's why training is great, because it helps us get rid of the doubts and the frustrations and maybe some bad history as well. Um, but I, I went from seeing God move occasionally to realizing that I think, well, you know, some of us are a bit older. You know, you have the things in life that you think, okay, you know, when I got married, that was pretty cool. The birth of my children, that's pretty cool. You know, the things that are once-offs and they're amazing. But the, the, the feeling of God flowing through you as you minister to other people must be one of the most incredible experiences that I've ever had. You know? And it's not always, wow, amazing, you know, um, but it's frequently enough that you, I mean, God moves in some way every time we pray. I did those times where it's just so powerful. And you feel like you're just caught up in this heavenly action, conversation, movement, and it's just astounding. Um, I'm sure Matt's going to share a lot of, a lot of testimonies. You know, and we, little stories. Um, and as Amanda was praying um, beforehand, you know, we, the, the charismatic's dangerous. Um, and not for all the reasons that people think so. Yeah, you can be stupid and be charismatic. But it's, it's dangerous as a church to want to be charismatic because we have absolutely no control over the Holy Spirit. We have absolutely no control. And it's so easy to just be church and do church and pretend. But that's basically, you know, community we can do. There's things that we can do. But if you don't have the power of God flowing through you, then ultimately I, I think we're pretending to actually be the church that God called us to be. Um, but when someone comes up for healing or someone comes up for freedom from depression or something, I have no, I have no way of giving it to them. But, I, I, but I, I, can, I can meet them with faith. And I can meet them with love. And, yeah, and that's what Amanda was praying beforehand. Yeah, something, it doesn't matter if someone doesn't get healed, although it's wonderful when it does happen. But no matter, when someone comes up for ministry, they can, they can experience God's love, and they can experience God's love directly, and they can experience God's love through us as we minister. But yeah, I've, I've seen depression break off people. I've seen incurable diseases break off people. I've seen demons come out of people. That doesn't happen too often, fortunately, because it's freaky. <laughs> but I've seen people who 
have never known love, experience God's love. And um, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I wouldn't want to be in a church where, and don't, don't, don't hear me wrong, a lot of churches do a lot of amazing things. But for us at Kingdom Life, we, just, we really value people meeting God through ministry. That we want the Holy Spirit to be flowing through us. Um, here, but then, as Matt's going to teach you, also outside these doors. Yeah, um, wherever we go, we're encountering people and encountering situations where there's pain. Um, and we're God's agents to bring redemption and to bring freedom. Matt? Um, your parents are here, which I hope doesn't kind of freak you out a little bit, just a little bit. I hated preaching in front of my dad, I've got to say, <laughs> the first few times. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys are in great hands. I have a sh- tremendous respect and appreciation for Matt. He happens to be my best friend as well. Um, but he's a man who has a deep love of God. Um, 